You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Taste and see the Lord is good is the title of this devotion. Seeing something is outside of us. Tasting is inside of us. And today I want to focus a bit more on the tasting. In other words, what do we have an appetite for? What do we hunger and thirst for? Jesus said, they that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled in Matthew chapter 6. You see, there is, an, uh, there is this appetite that you receive through the new birth for the heavenly life. And that is a really clear evidence that you're born from above, that you hunger and thirst to be satisfied from above. Proverbs 14, 14 says, a good man is satisfied from above. You see that you have a hunger to live the life that you are given through Jesus, who is at the Father's right hand. Therefore, we need to set our affections on things above, where we are made alive with Christ and seated with Him in sharing the life He has there with the Heavenly Father. And David, in his famous Psalm 34, which is a real special psalm, it has got so many phenomenal, famous statements in it. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me is in there. Many afflictions uh, of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them, as all in Psalm 34. They that fear shall never hunger, and so forth. It's a phenomenal psalm. They looked to him and were radiant in their face, were not ashamed. It's all in here. And, and the humble shall hear of it and be glad and on and on. All these amazing statements are in this phenomenal psalm. And he says here in verse 8, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There's no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger. But those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Oh, hallelujah. Meditate on that when there is something you feel you're lacking and that's gnawing on you, gnawing on you. It just just keeps hurting. It keeps pulling in you. Why do I have to live without this? Why can't I enjoy this? You see that gnawing in you, that hungering. Go to the Lord and believe what He says. Believe when He says, Oh, fear the Lord, you His saints. There is no want to those who fear Him. To those who seek the Lord shall not, those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Believe it, you will not lack any good thing. But today I want you to see Taste, taste that the Lord is good. Have an inward taste for it, an inward affection, a hunger, a thirst for it, for its goodness. 
Let that be something that you hunger for. Lord, you are good. Israel was supposed to speak it and sing it and shout it. The Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. Many of the Psalms talk about this. All of the 150, one way or another, have this theme somehow in it. And David says in Psalm 119, verse 103, he says, How sweet your words to my taste. How sweet are your words to my taste. Sweeter than honey to my mouth. You see, one of the way that the Lord brings that incredible inward satisfaction, that inward delight, that inward feeling of, oh, glory, glory, oh, Father, that I have this is better than anything. I'll never forget this, and I've given you this testimony in in years past, but in 2009, the Lord asked me to write a devotion with Christ at the throne of God, 183 days, that's six months, of the life Jesus has in heaven with the Father that He now gives to us by the Holy Spirit. If you'd like a copy of that devotion, email me and I'll get it to you. But it's a beautiful book. But I was in an enormous trying time as well at the same time during those years when I was writing this. And Virginia was at the office here at the church doing all the phenomenal work she does every day. And I was at home in my office, sitting behind my little bitty desk in the little side room behind my laptop. And that day was an exceedingly trying day. We had not been paid for many, many months, uh, for some five to six months because of financial challenges we were going through. And, and there was no food. For, for, for supper, for dinner, and because it was all gone. And my car had enough to get to the fuel station, but it didn't have any, any, any more fuel to go anywhere. And I'm sitting behind my desk there writing, and the Spirit of the Lord Jesus manifested so gloriously in me and on me, and I'm writing these incredible things from the Holy Spirit, from the Lord. And I said, Lord, this is what I want. This is what I want. You see, I tasted His goodness. Oh, how my soul was satisfied with marrow and fatness, as David says in Psalm 63. I was so happy. His loving kindness was better to me than life itself. I was weeping in His presence, writing. And I said, Lord, All is well. You are amazing. And my phone rang. And a bookkeeper called me. Never happened before. Never happened afterwards. She called me. She said, Pastor, I felt to call you. Do you need any money? At that moment, it was a lady called Sue. I said, oh, Sue, thank you for calling. No, all is well. God knows. God knows. She said, no, Pastor, do you need any money? I said, Sue, all is well. God knows. No problem. She said, no, Pastor, we owe you money and I can put it in your bank right now and it'll be there in five minutes. And I said, well, that would be a miracle soon and that would be helpful. She said, done. And I had a bill to pay 
of something that I had been laid on because of the circumstances. That was quite large. I could pay it, fill up my car, have the groceries in the house before Virginia got home. And the Lord did it in a few minutes. And I'm not trying to advocate anything about money. It's not about money, this testimony. It's about living in that goodness of God, where there's no lack, where there's no want. You've tasted His goodness inwardly. And that can come by you just reading the Word. You read it and, and it just comes in you. And it's like David says here, sweeter than honey. It is just so delightful. Peter also says in 1 Peter, he says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 3, he says, in, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious, that he is abundantly merciful and loving and kind, tasted it, you've inwardly experienced this. Now, this I find is for many believers where they struggle. But God would give you such a hunger and thirst for it that it keeps yearning in you and you keep seeking Him. You keep seeking Him like it says here. It says, those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Psalm 34 verse 10. You keep seeking Him, seeking Him, and seeking Him, and, it, and you will find. Jesus said, seek and you will find, and you will find. And why is that such an important exercise of faith? Why is that such, sometimes such a trial? Because naturally speaking, after the human nature, we can be so lazy spiritually and indifferent, I speak for myself. While it is all awaiting us and ready through what Jesus has accomplished, we do not make the sufficient effort to take all of it. And if we compare our devotion to other things, we can see how really our heart is adulterous in its nature in that it is more given to other things than the Lord. And it is in that seeking that our heart is purified in our devotion and consecration by His Spirit and precious blood to put Him first in our life. To put Him first. And friends, do not disregard, he says here in Hebrews chapter 6, that you have this taste inside of you. Don't neglect that taste. He says, those who were once enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift, who've become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come. Once you have had a taste of it, you want to keep that um, what's it called? Appetite is the word. You want to keep that appetite alive. <laughs> you want to keep it alive. You don't want it to be so poisoned by delighting yourself in the passing pleasures of life that you forget that it's in there. And it will pull in you with a holy dissatisfaction until 
you again have fed upon the life that comes from above and are satisfied from above. And so let me take you to this incredible Psalm that I mentioned to you a moment ago, Psalm 63, where David says, and he shows you a divine appetite. He says, oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there's no water. In other words, this world is like a desert to me. <sighs> yeah, house, yeah, food, yeah, car, yeah, this, yeah, that. But Lord, I, I, don't, I, I don't get any satisfaction out of it. it I, I, I used to chase it as the dream of my life, but now I see no, Lord. No, Lord. I need you. You see, God wants to give you a divine appetite. God wants to give you a divine appetite that you begin to taste and see He is good and that His goodness is what's not only pursuing you, but is what you pursue. It's what you long for. Oh, if I don't have His goodness, and I feel the barrenness of my own want and need and attitudes. I, oh Lord, I feel so empty. I feel so dry. I feel so willed, bewildered by this life. If I don't have your goodness, Lord, my life is worthless. My life is empty. My life is nothing. But in your goodness, Lord, I can be in the most dire of circumstances and you are the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. Oh, come on, hear me, dear friends. Hear me, dear friends. You know, there's this incredible verse that I've loved in Zephaniah. <laughs> in Zephaniah. Oh, Zephaniah, where you are hiding? Come on, Zephaniah, here you are. Oh, I love this verse. I love it. In that day, it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, Zion. Let not your hands be weak. The Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. I, I just love this. He will quiet you. You see, the unsatisfaction can groan in you. Can, can the hunger of your soul can groan in you. And it can give you attitudes and mood swings. And it makes you hard to live with. It, everybody can feel the vacuum of your nature. It's all about you. It's all, always me, me, me. And you don't. And why don't you? And, and harshness can become the clothing of such lack and want. And you can become harsh and cruel and mean without even maybe realizing it because you live irritated and you live unhappy and unsatisfied and that is ungodly, unholy, unrighteous, sinful and wicked. And I know these are harsh words, but we need to sometimes go, 
Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will be merciful and to our God and he will abundantly pardon. Isaiah 55 or 6 and 7. Oh, hallelujah, where your inner man says, no, I will no longer be lazy and not do what it takes to take a hold of God when he's ready awaiting my coming into him and him into me to satisfy me with his goodness where I taste it again and my appetite is revived for his goodness. Lord, my soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. So I've looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory because your loving kindness is better than life. My lips will praise you. Excuse me. Thus I will bless you. Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips when I remember you on my bed. I meditate on you in the night watches because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. My soul follows close behind you and your right hand upholds me. My goodness, friends, that's what David meant when he said in Psalm 119, verse 103, Lord, your word is sweeter than the honey to me. Oh, when I get your word, it opens me up again. My appetite is restored for you, Lord. My flesh hungers for you, Lord. And I can set aside these other wants and needs when I have you. And I can be happy and satisfied not having these wants and needs because you satisfy me. I am satisfied in you, complete in you. Friends, I choose to live this. I hunger for it. I thirst for it. I want my hunger and thirst for the Lord to stay healthy, vibrant, active day and night and that I am satisfied in Him. And so the Lord is calling you to. Amen. Have a good day.